0: We are talking with Sally Lucas, thanks to, of course, our sponsor, Travel on King Uh, Sal, today, just before we get into it, only one in five Aussies play a competitive sport Now, I was thinking, hmm, Sally Lucas, what would she play? Well, I don't play anymore, um, as, you know, obviously for various different reasons, age, injuries, etc., which Mm. are probably due to sport. But um, as a young girl, we played Vigoro. And then eventually, when I went to high school, we played, I played hockey. Um, Then after hockey, I went on to squash and then basketball. Mm. And then I finally finished with playing tennis. Uh, Tennis, one of my favourites. So I've, I've no played good. quite a few sports, yes. yes. And, and the reason I was travelling around, you would see so many different uh, ways of playing so many sports. There's so many different rules and things. But anyway, I digress you, today. You digress. Today I just thought we'd briefly touch on this ban that's happening in the UK and America which is banning carry-on electronics. Now just to I guess let our customers know or our listeners know should I say that it's not going to affect us greatly at this point in time. It's mainly Britain following America's lead as I said which they've banned laptops and larger mobile devices as carry-on baggage on non-stop passenger flights to Britain from Turkey, Lebanon, Jordan, Egypt, Tunisia and Saudi Arabia Um, and there's a few more added to the American list, but we generally don't, you know, go via those countries. However, because Dubai is a major point for us now with Qantas and Emirates flying by Dubai, yeah. it doesn't include, even the UK does not include Dubai on its list. So we're still okay. But the thing that worries me, Cole, and they tell you this all the time. You're not supposed to put anything in your luggage. It's got lithium batteries or anything that can um, catch on fire. So everyone starts putting these things in their luggage and they'll be forgetting to take their batteries out, aren't we, causing another problem? And I can remember once before, once the people were advised at one stage to do that, there was a lot of theft happening at different airports with baggage handlers getting into bags and stealing computers and laptops. So yeah. I don't know. It's it's going to be a bit complex, I think, Um i don't know it's it's just a really difficult area i I feel that um the possibility of those lithium-ion batteries catching on fire which they always say carry on your hand luggage don't put in your luggage so yeah it's interesting isn't it interesting times ahead and um let's let's hope we can do something to don't know heed and stop these awful people from doing what they do and committing these atrocities it's it's very hard i know to control when it's just someone in a motor car how how do you know it could be anyone on the street exactly but We won't talk about that anymore. On a lighter note. On a lighter note, we will talk about somewhere I haven't talked about for a long time, or even if ever, Mm. which is Central America. Now, a lot of people don't know a lot about central america we don't have direct flights into that part of the world but it's quite a unique and uh, diverse if you like part of the world with a lot of biodiversity in its range of Mm -hmm. flora and fauna now you've got a a number of countries in that area and it's actually it was a landmass. of course it was born millions of years ago that joins basically mexico or the north american continent to the south american continent and within that little strip of land you've got guatemala Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama, El Salvador and Belize. Hmm. So there's quite a lot of countries there and they're all unique in their own right. Having said that, too, they do suffer, as we all are in the world now, with not always doing the right thing and deforestation, etc., which takes away, of course, the wonderful wildlife that they're renowned for. Mm. Uh, The same as in Borneo, you know, with the orangutans and even what we do here, we're we're losing a lot of our native species. But having said that, you still get an incredible variety over there, like three-toed sloths and ocelots and these huge um, vulcans and you get beautiful um big toucans um an animal called a coatie, which is sort of reminiscent of a raccoon and really interesting my monkeys white mm. capuchin headed monkeys and you've got the belize which is one of the biggest reef areas in the world and they reckon they've got so much biodiversity in that reef that only 10 percent of it's been discovered so it's a it's got lots of valleys and volcanoes it's a very volcanic area so it is prone a bit to eruptions and so on but very lush very very beautiful, the water is beautiful. So just a really interesting place to go to if you're thinking of heading either down into Mexico or the top of the South America around Colombia or somewhere like that, Venezuela, it'd be quite easy for you to hop in and go to some of these Central American countries which are becoming popular because people are looking for new new places to go all the time. So it's offering that diversity for someone who's been everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. Mm. But now they can go here. So this is why I think it's great to talk about places that aren't quite on everybody's page yet. But I'm sure they will be. Be great to see it before it's all commercialized, wouldn't it? Well, this this is it. And I mean, I've had some friends who've gone there. And when well, she went to Costa Rica, actually, and she said Costa Rica just blew her away. And mm. she's travelled a lot of the world, you know, from climbing mountains in Nepal to going, you know, to Vietnam to going to Antarctica. To so, well, a well-travelled person. But when she went to costa rica she said wow you know it just she didn't realize how beautiful it was going to be and i said you can do these wonderful kayak trips into into volcanic canyons and you can climb mountains and climb volcanic mountains you can you know dive snorkel and just see this wonderful diversity of both flora and fauna which is quite unique Sally, we are off to Malaysia now. We are, and again, I'm going somewhere different, though, in Malaysia. Mm. Um, this is a place called Putrajaya, and probably it's going to say, well, where the heck is Putrajaya? OK, well, I'll tell you. It's best known as Malaysia's federal administrative capital and home to the Malaysia's famous Sepang International Circuit. So it's a very picturesque city, and it's only about a half an hour south of Kuala Lumpur, or KL, as they call it, by car, or about 18 minutes from the regular train service it's got lush botanic gardens and apparently verdant parkland parklands rather and it's also got a attraction it has a bit like dubai's got a musical fountain so not only dubai has musical fountains which can dance literally so they have these wonderful fountains that light up in the middle of the Putrajaya lake and apparently it was first unveiled midway through 2014 uh, the annual magic of night of the night festival so it's all brightly lit and it features creative projections of tourism videos on a water screen and you have have these synchronised music and lights so quite quite beautiful so yes not only Dubai can do these things so can other countries um, but there's lots of other great family friendly tourist experiences you can do around the river and as I said it is on a lake so you can actually do a cruise on the lake and it's got an extensive uh, man-made wetland system that covers over 650 hectares um, so you can do that or you can do more intimate cruising in little gondos style vessels which would be just lovely each man by a single boatman which would be nice and cosy and romantic mm. um, but if it's thrills you're after they've also got a skyride festival park where you can ride on a giant helium balloon mm. um, and obviously there's plenty of accommodation down there if you would like to stay down there but if you'd want to just go as a day trip or you could easily do it only being half an hour away it's also got an Olympic sized ice skating rink, an indoor adventure park an 18 hole golf course so P- Putrajaya, and it's just so close to Kuala Lumpur yet it's not promoted very much and I just so it would be quite interesting if you're going to Kale mm. to do a little side trip down there and visit somewhere a little bit different. Just talking different again, Cole, um, luxury India and Sri Lanka, there's lots of lovely tours you can do there. You, you can do them on the cheap, but there also are beautiful tours you can do where you stay at all those wonderful, wonderful palaces that have been converted into hotels. Mm. So you are really absolutely spoiled. And of course India is so colourful and you've got you know, many alluring aromas and tantalising tastes that, that really uh, that India and Sri Lanka can offer you. So um, you've got lots of tours. with scenic now doing some of the where they limit it to only 24 guests and they're fully escorted with professional tour directors and you've got over 30 World Heritage listed sites in India alone and there's always a ceremony happening somewhere these countries. have always got a colourful ceremony happening somewhere. So that's what I think is great as well. And Sri Lanka, of course, is a very interesting country as well. I mean, they were damaged many years ago by that awful tsunami but everything's certainly back to normal there and you've got beautiful old buildings again. like that. Really fascinating fascinating culture and history and you can go up into the mountains there into candy where it's quite a bit cooler and see all the lovely tea plantations mm-hmm. and Gorgeous. so on but yes i mean whether you're interested in you know going to the tiger reserves in india which you can do we can go and there's the pushka camel festival on or the holy color festival or there's mm. just something always happening in any of these sort of if you like the the sub indian continent so an interesting place for you to include again on your bucket list if you like to do something a little different yeah I like how we're going a little different today It's always nice (laughs) It is nice isn't it It is It's a breath of fresh air Tantalise the taste buds That's it Uh, Sally Some of the hot deals in the marketplace Quite a number I probably won't get through them all today Colin I think I've got a few too many Too many good deals for everybody out there Now this one is to Phuket uh, return airfares with Thai Airways you get a free one-night Bangkok stopover mm-hmm. it's an eight-night package in total breakfast daily, transfers a couple of dinners, a lunch, some cocktails a massage mm. quite a lot of stuff included in this actually uh, you got to book by 31 March though and you can travel between 1 April and 31 October ex-Sydney it's from under, under $1500 per person all inclusive mm. so that's pretty good value for money now there's a lovely tour here, the Glories of China it's with Wendy Wu, she's offering, I say Saving of $200 per person on a few dates in there. There select dates. You just check with your agent and that's from under 4700 per person. Now you've got return airfares again. You're going to Guilin where you go to the beautiful River Lee. You're going to Shanghai, Xi'an, where you've got the Terracotta Warriors, mm-hmm. Beijing, the Great Wall. It includes all sightseeing, all transfers, all meals, all everything. And that's from under 4700 for 14 days. Mm-hmm. Um, Windy we also has another offer at the moment which we'll finish soon as well. Um, you can't have in conjunction with that one, it's one off for all the other. But you can upgrade to the luxury of business class if you're booking one of her longer holidays for only $99 per person extra on top of your economy fare. So keep that in mind. That's valid for sale until the 13th of April. Now, some nice other fly cruising options I've got here today. We're talking about Malaysia. There is one that is going that's valid until the 31st of March, sorry, and it departs 23 October. And you're flying economy class into Singapore Airlines. You have three nights in Singapore. Then you've got four nights on the Mariner of the Seas, which is taking you up to Penang and Langkawi, a night in Singapore back at the end, and then your airfare home. And that's from a touch over $1,800. If you're thinking of something a little bit more exotic, Mm. uh, 21 nights... Now, this is valid until the 10th of April, Tahiti and the South Pacific. Now, this is flying to Papiete with Air New Zealand. You have to have a night in Auckland on the way over the way the flights connect. You get three nights in Papiete, and then you get a 17-night cruise on the Norwegian Jewel from Papiete back to Sydney, going through Bora Bora, Pango Pango and Apia in the Samoas, uh, Suva and Lautoka in Fiji, uh, Port Vila, the Isle of Pines and New in New Caledonia back to Sydney. That's Wonderful itinerary. 25 October departure and also from under Mm -hmm. 4,700. Europe, we may as well throw in a little bit of Europe in here as well. This is called Mediterranean Mosaic. It is only available till 31 March also. Return air with um, Singapore Airlines going into Barcelona. Two pre-night accommodation there. A 10-night cruise on that one, which is fantastic, itinerary, and then you get another two nights back in Barcelona at the end. So it's a round trip cruise going all around the Riviera, Marseille, Monte Carlo, Civitavecchia for Rome. You go to Sorrento, Capri, Teomina, uh in Sicily, Balletta, Mallorca, mm-hmm. Valencia, back to Barcelona. So that's a really nice, nice. itinerary, and that's from under five and a half thousand. Heading a bit further north, Scandinavia, Russia, and the Baltics valid until the end of March. This is on the the 13th of August, 13-night mm-hmm. itinerary. You're flying to Stockholm, all the way to Stockholm with Singapore Airlines. Two nights accommodation Stockholm and then 10-night on the wonderful Azamara journey, which is upmarket five-star cruising from Stockholm return, which is taking you to Helsinki, St Petersburg, Tallinn in Estonia, down into Wanamund for Berlin, back to Stockholm for a night and then return air. And that's from under 5,500. If you're thinking closer to home at the moment, don't forget there's little packages are available if you want to go down to Sydney. They've got that Egyptian mummies exhibition on. Mm. Uh, Qantas holidays have got some nice accommodation packages if you're thinking of doing that, staying at various locations in Sydney. Also, we're so lucky at the moment to have the Versailles exhibition on in Canberra mm. um, which is the first time that the Palace of Versailles has let that exhi- you know ex- exhibition of the beautiful, magnificent stuff they have at the Palace of Versailles to come to us australia so if you're thinking of doing something within australia they'd be two good little events to try mm. and see and if you're looking ahead for christmas already we've got wonderful christmas tours have been released for europe for your european christmas that do all those wonderful markets as we know and just keep those in mind because we get in early too there are rebates available for you to go on any of those christmas tours and Lastly, but not leastly, um, there's some Galapagos Island special cruise offers available at the moment where they're offering a reduction in price. They're knocking up anywhere between 500 and 1,000 US dollars off a range of cruises from August onwards. So mm-hmm. if you're thinking of the Galapagos, keep that in mind. And I think that's about sums me up for today. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, Colin. Have a nice weekend. We look forward to seeing you next week.